So Mr. Keontae Beers, I want to welcome you to our Journey of Voices. Thank you for joining us on this journey. And I'd actually like to turn it over to you and just to give us a little brief, who are you? Yeah, so first of all, thanks for having me. Um, I'm Keontae Beals. I'm from North Preston, Nova Scotia. Um, I am a singer, songwriter, performer, producer, and now business owner. Um, I've been basically doing music since I was the age of six, and I'm now 23, about to turn 24. Um, and it's been a, a crazy journey. It's been a good one, but um, I wouldn't trade it for the world. I appreciate it. And, and even where you know, you started us off and, and gave us a little bit of, you know, who you are, but also community was a part of that. Um, so I'd love to, you know, actually start there on the journey because childhood, community, like where we're raised, you know, has such a big impact us, uh, on us, not just at the beginning, but in terms of the rest of the journey of our life, right, in terms of the things we're interested and passionate about. So I would love to, to hear a little bit more on, you know, who was Keontae growing up or, you know, were you when you were younger? Uh, you know, what was community? What was that like um, in terms of, I guess, the younger Keontae? Yeah, so, I mean, as far as a younger Keontae goes, I definitely was somebody who was, I guess, still in the same way. Like, I just observed a lot. You know, I didn't say much. Um, <laughs> I was just always watching and, and observing what people were doing. So, as a kid, I definitely was that way. And I would just look at how the community reacted to certain things. So first of all, being from North Preston definitely taught me about strength, um, taught me to have strong faith. Um, it taught me to be optimistic in situations that may not look like it's going to turn out in a great way. Um, being from North Preston, there's automatically a stigma that's placed on us. So um, we kind of have to fight through that every day and just kind of show positive lights um, to kind of fight off some of the negative vibes that um, we receive and that has been talked about um, about my community. So, but for me, um, experience North Preston or up home as we call it, um, it was just a place full of love. You know, you could really stop in anybody's place and you hear this, <laughs> this one about North Preston all the time, but you really could stop um, in anybody's house and get a full cooked meal if you needed a place to stay. That was a place. Um, and, and that was kind of what I got, you know, I got to see firsthand what it takes a community was like, everybody in the community kind of gave me a little bit more than what I could have gotten from the community or outside of the community. So it was just, I don't know, man, it taught me a lot. It taught me a whole bunch about what family is and, and, and how to love somebody and, and how to show that um, even more than just telling them. Everything, everything you're speaking about, um, there's a whole lot in what you're saying. Um, but the power of community, right? And, and the power, especially in the black community or in the Afro diaspora, um, you know, of our culture. It, you know, as you're saying, like, it really does take a community to raise one of our own. Um, yeah. and, and I think that's the power of even during, you know, especially now, right? Even in the midst of, you know, the pandemic, um, the importance of community, you know, yeah. all the things you're speaking to. And I, and I know because we've spoken outside of this, um, mm -hmm. but those are the things you have to double down in, um, you know, that resilience, the things that, um, you know, you had that opportunity to be exposed to different people uh, and, mm -hmm. and, and then also how that shapes you. Um, and so, you know, in that, 
you know, what were some of those maybe impactful, like, you know, growing up, would you say that you, because you had exposure to the wider community, um, were there more role models or more mentors or how was that dynamic, you know, maybe a little bit more unique because, you know, you're really coming from community. What was that like? Yeah. So a lot of my mentors, um, I mean, definitely came from my community, North Preston. So um, a lot of the things that I felt were instilled in me as a kid um, was instilled in them too. And maybe even deeper because they go closer back um, to the roots of, of North Preston in the community. So um, just kind of having that and everything kind of be based throughout faith was something that was huge for me. Um, I think honestly, like bits and pieces of everybody and their faith and, and how they kind of interacted with their own um, faith kind of built a lot of strength in my own faith and kind of directed me in, in a lot of good, <laughs> a lot of good different ways. And I'm grateful for, I'm grateful for everybody who even just take, took the time to instill any of that in me. And that's something I appreciate um, that you always center, you know, it, it is that, team or is that aspect of, you know, it's not just you um, because that is a reality for yourself and, and I, for everybody, you know, the successes that we, that we have um, and the opportunities that we have, you know, there are many hands, you know, that have put us in that, in, in that situation. And absolutely we're the ones that have to execute, um, you know, or have to get the note um, or have to get things mixed up or do the advocating, um, but you know, it's all the it's all those the small things which aren't so small and they add up. Mm -hmm. And and you know, it is this other thing that you're talking about. And so we we gotta dig into it a little bit more. But you know, faith and 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 faith is one, I wanna, you know, I wanna dig in the first bit of why is faith so important? Um, and two, like what can what can faith mean? Because I think also in this new era, um, especially you know, being clear, you know, for, for young uh, men of African descent, um, being able to, to be strong and celebrated in faith, but also understanding that faith can mean many things and it can look a whole lot of ways is important. So I would love to kind of take the conversation there also. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. So with that first bit, you know, I guess, you know, let, let's, let's start with, you know, why is faith important before we even zoom out to, to what is, what, you know, what, why is it important? Uh, when we look at having to be resilient or having to kind of endure as, as you already spoke about. Yeah. I mean, faith is important. Listen, I can't do anything without having like <laughs> the belief that what I'm doing is going to execute the way that I want it to execute. Um, and that's faith. Um, so right from the get go for me is if faith is definitely like something that's super important with anything that you're doing and you don't even have to be somebody who is like super religious or super um, into all of that world um, to have faith, you know, faith and hope in, 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 in things that you can't see. That's, that's, that's what faith is. Um, so that's like, for me, like it's like the building or the foundation of what um, your dreams or the things that you're inspiring to do um, is, should be built on. It's just faith that first of all, I can believe that this is gonna work. Now, how are we going to go about doing it? How are we going to build the rest of it? Gee, okay. Okay. You can't answer it like that because it, no, honestly, you know, and I'm just saying that because that's powerful. The other side of faith is 
um, you know, that unknown, which I definitely want to dig into. Um, so, you know, even in terms of that unknown element, right? Because having not just blind faith, uh, because yeah. as you said, you know, you don't have to be religious. Um, you don't have to, it's not just about spirituality. Um, it's not just about one thing. Faith is, 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 as you said, the belief in something. And sometimes it can be scary because that something can be four years down the road, six years down the road. It could be, um, or it could be tomorrow um, or later today. And, and, and so, you know, in that unknown element, you know, what are some things that, you know, especially with the many hats that you wear, I mean, your day to day, what are some ways that you are able to navigate or able to get through that unknown or uncertainty? Yeah, I think that honestly, like for me personally, it's just about how much work I do on myself, getting to know myself um, and just knowing like what my triggers are, you know, what triggers worry for me and, and how I go about dealing with that because we're all human, you know, um, there's definitely times where you feel like you want to do something, but um, you may be afraid of um, some things that are included with that or, or how it's going to execute and, and how it's going to be received. Um, as an artist, for me, I mean, that's my everyday life. You know, you are continuing to put yourself out there and just kind of hoping that your authenticity will kind of reach everybody else and, and hopefully touches somebody else. Um, so I don't know, man, it's, <laughs> it can be like, it can be tricky when it comes to um, just believing in the art that you create because sometimes sometimes it's <laughs> you're afraid that somebody won't get it the way um, that you wrote it. And so it's just important, just honestly, just to have faith in, and to believe that um, whatever you're doing, that, <laughs> that you're doing it from an authentic place and um, that you want that you want good for it, that you want good to come out of it and for me it's just about being in tune with yourself just knowing yourself knowing who you are and um being able to work through from within to outside and that's kind of just what's worked for me nothing but respect you know for that because that authenticity piece is i think you know especially the more you know the more along this journey right there's nothing more important almost you know than be being authentic to yourself for sure, for sure. Because I think, you know, it, you know, without taking it too, too many other ways, but like without, without having that self-awareness, mm -hmm. right? Or, you know, without being able to say like, yeah, you know, here, here are the things that I care about or here's what I believe in or here's what I hope for. Uh, you can't really be grounded. Mm -hmm. and, and, and so then if you're not grounded, you can't, you know, where are you, where are you, where are you deciding to lay your hat or where are you deciding to, to, to stick um, to your values or, or, or things like that? Um, you know, and I think being authentic is, is a part of growing and learning. And, you know, as you're talking about that, you're already, you're, you know, you've already spoke, spoke about, um, you know, your passions and, 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 you know, how that, you know, is, is tied into hope, how that's tied into unknown, how that's tied into being authentic. Um, how about we dive a little bit more into, you know, what are, what are some of the passions? What are some of those, those things that, um, I guess, along with your values, um, but what are some things that Keontae Beals is passionate about? 
Yeah. So number one, I mean, we've already kind of touched base on it. I mean, we just talked about it, but I'm actually passionate about <clears throat> being authentic. Um, first of all, that's that's like the first thing. Everything I do, I want to be authentic in it. Um, I don't care about telling some of my stories and um, even if, you know, they may be quote unquote embarrassing to some people. Um, I believe that growth happens when you're uncomfortable and just have to have those kind of conversations. So outside of that, outside of authenticity, um, of course, music is a huge um, passion for me. Um, and that's been my whole life since a kid, um, as well as kids are definitely a passion for me. You know, I have two younger siblings. Um, and for me, at times, they feel like they're my kids, because I feel like uh, I put a lot of time and, and effort in teaching them some of the things that I've been taught, but also from a perspective of today, rather than um, of the judgment of the past. Um, so just teaching them to be open-minded and, and to accept things that maybe they don't accept for themselves. Um, so ways that other people may be or the things that other people may believe in, being fine with that as long as you're um, confident in yourself. So, yeah, authenticity, music, and children, I think, are definitely my, my biggest passion. Passions. <laughs> Listen, I can appreciate all of those. Um, and especially, as you mentioned, the time at a time now, right? Resurgence of civil rights. The civil rights movement is continuing to go, but more persons are, are, are having that conversation or are being challenged to have that conversation. Um, but what does that look like for us and in community, especially where we've been directly in this conversation yep. so long? Um, and so how do they be, you know, how can we make sure that uh, everybody's supported? And as you're saying, that's making sure that the youngins um, or our family and you know, whichever age, um, but are in a position to have people that are not just giving them, okay, here's, here's how I was raised, but also here's what that looks like now. Here are the facts of now, you know, and, and, and that's also something that, you know, in terms of keeping it to the authenticity piece, that's an opportunity for everybody to explore that even more. Um, and to learn the importance of authenticity and uh, being grounded in yourself mm -hmm. at a young age, because all of those things tie back into value, mm -hmm. right? And, and, and not just here are the things that I value, but your actual sense of self and, and, and sense of self-worth, mm -hmm. knowing that you have value. Um, because as it goes into, just as you spoke about some of those, you know, there's, there's setbacks and there's challenges in everything and that's part of life but especially along your journey towards your passions um, so even in terms of uh or even along your journey there whether it was with music whether it was with academics whether it was family you know what are some of the setbacks that um you found that have you know ended up being milestones for you to you know transition or deal with some of these changes yeah so one honestly one big thing um <clears throat> that I thought was a, and I'm saying I thought, right? I thought was a major setback for me was that um, starting out, I didn't have a team. Um, I didn't have a team. I just, it was just kind of me doing everything. And I thought that that was a setback that, 
she's like everybody's kind of um, doing something with their team and or they have somebody who is kind of mentoring them um, consistently and just kind of there and handling stuff for them and, you know, doing all the things that um, a team would do that would cover for you while you get to kind of focus on um, the creative parts of it. And I used to really, like, I used to dread that so much and I, I went out of my way a lot of the times trying to find that um, and it just wasn't working for me. Um, I don't know if in the beginning um, it was hard for people to believe in in me the way that I believed in me um, or if it was just that they just couldn't see it in the beginning, which is fine, you know. Um, it all makes sense to me now. You know, what I thought was actually hurting me in the beginning was actually creating me and making me so much stronger. Um, man, like, because now because I had to do all those things, I can actually manage those things when I, now that I have a team. I can be in the studio and while we're mixing, I can say, yeah, I think that you should change the frequency around 2K in my vocal because it'll just make it brighter. Or I can say, um, this should be in this marketing plan because this is, this is what my fan base likes and, and, this, and I know this because I've studied this for, this for years. Um, so I'm just able to be in the conversation. And also, man, like <laughs> when I first started and I was like meeting, uh, having to go to network and meet people, I was just the worst. That was like the worst thing for me at the time. Like I was super shy. <laughs> I was no good with conversation in that way, but I did it though. I did it. Like I pushed myself to go and I would be shaking like hell and I'd be sweating and super nervous. And I'm sure they could tell. Um, <laughs> I'm sure they could tell that. But because I did that, now I can go out and have a conversation with anybody, you know. Um, so a lot of the things that were setbacks or that seemed like setbacks to me actually really strengthened like everything that I'm doing right now. Like funding was something for me in the beginning that I couldn't um, wrap my head around. So I learned how to play piano so that I didn't have to take anybody with me when I go to do shows that, you know, in the beginning were free, that I was just trying to get my name out there. I learned how to play piano so I could play for myself. Um, I learned how to work the studio gear and, and mic and live sound and, and all of those different things um, so that I wouldn't have to spend, you know, the money because I didn't have it. I didn't have the money. I didn't have the funding. I didn't have anyone backing me up. So now I know how to do all those things. And, and I produce my full album as well as mixing and as well as the artwork and all those things. And I wouldn't have been able to do any of that had it not been for the beginning stages um, where I was just kind of learning and, and taking the time to really just perfect my craft. So um, my setbacks end up being, you know, blessings in disguise. And I honestly wouldn't change any of it. It, it really did a good number for me. <laughs> And I think, no, nah, I mean, you already know. You already know what I'm going to say. <laughs> you already know. Um, you know, that message, for real, that message of, of, you know, the challenge and the journey becomes the richness, um, you know, is so steady in, in what you're saying. Absolutely. You know, it's, it's the entrepreneurial journey. It's, I think, the, you know, if we, the hero's journey, <laughs> you know, if you zoom out and look at, you know, some of the, the texts, like, you know, stuff like that. But yeah. um, that, that's a personal journey for everybody, you know, in terms of like, we're all going to be tested with things that are difficult. Um, even when they're interested, you know, even when it's stuff that we're like, listen, this is how I want to make money. 
How come all these things are popping up in my life? Damn, I, I need less challenges. I need more money. I need more opportunities. Um, and that's a reality for everyone. And so as you're saying, being able to double down on the things that you value, um, you know, being authentic to yourself, to your brand, um, but then also being intentional about, okay, well, how can I build a team so it's not just on myself? Um, you know, all of those, all of those bits are, are critical because I think for all of us, it's, it's exactly that message. Like whether it's in music, whether it's in, in, in business, at the workplace for someone else, with someone else, um, in school, you know, there's, there's things that you can do alone. Um, and the more you can learn on your own um, and get comfortable learning on your own, the better you'll do in the bigger picture. Um, but then you can have and be a part of more of those conversations, right? But, but it's like, you know, as you're saying, you know, the, the prime minister or the CEO, um, you know, or um, the president, and you know, when, when you're at the stuff, you can't make all of the decisions. You know, you, you have to bring your best and, 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 I think the other side is we all have so much decision-making energy throughout the day, you know? Mm -hmm. So that's another place of where team is so important because you can bring your best self and start to limit how many decisions you make or focus on just making so many high quality decisions and putting other people in a position to, you know, grow their, you know, their voice and, and their experience, but also valuing that they, they have their own knowledge and they can make some quality decisions too. Um, which is scary having a balance, you know, or having to go through that, um, you know, for you, would you say that, you know, just to zoom out or kind of put a pin in it, what is the importance of team? You know, if you could kind of speak to, um, the wider, you know, community, youth, um, you know, whatever the case may be, but the importance of team in, in, in success, we're in at least reducing stress. <laughs> How about that? What's the importance of team in reducing stress? Yeah. So first of all, I mean, to be real about it, um, it doesn't matter like how many things that you go and you learn and, and you know, there's only so much, there's only 24 hours in a day. So there's only so much that you can do. There's only so much that you can perfect over time. You know, you got to really just focus on the priorities. So um, just having a team in place is just people who are experts in certain fields that you're not, you know? So even though you do know how to um, mix and master, you know, you have somebody on your team, um, an engineer on your team, who's been doing it for years, probably even before you were born. So like they have even more experience. It's just about like putting your operations in the hands of others who have been doing it um, for it maybe not even longer, but it's, it's, it's their profession. This is where they focus in um, and, and they can execute it better than you or else why would you have them a part of your team? <laughs> so that's like, that alone is, is stress-free like for, for me, um, having certain conversations with people um, can be a challenge. And so like, I have, I have folks um, who are on my team who are, have those, um, I call them gate conversations because it's the gate before you have the conversation with me. Um, they'll have those conversations and then they'll come back to me and let me know what's going on and, and, and what's the deal. And then, you know, if we break bread, then, um, 
I meet the person and, and you know, we have good conversation. I bring to the table what, um, you know, what I ex I'm an expert in, um, which is performance and, um, you know, uh, creativity. So it's just about honestly being real with yourself and, and, and expanding the things that you can do. Cause really that's exactly what it does. It, it, it just allows you to reach further. And of course there's less stress with that. <laughs> so yeah, I definitely recommend having the team, but um, some people can't, um, can't get to that phase until they um, really put the effort into um, the craft. You gotta, you gotta be good. You gotta be good at it, at whatever you're doing. You gotta be good. People will take notice of your hard work and, and they'll know that you're serious if you're really serious about it. That's the important part of it. And that balance, you know, gets us right, gets us right into this next um, question that I'd like to kind of, kind of bridge into two. Um, and, and we kind of touched on each a little bit, but I would like to, you know, almost put a pin in them. Um, I want to, I want to, I would like, you know, to kind of zoom and hear a little bit about, I guess, what self-care, like, you know, what is the importance of self-care? Um, and then also kind of tie that to, you know, networking, right? Because there are kind of two ends of the spectrum. Um, mm. and I think, you know, everybody has, you know, again, there's, I think everything is a scale, right? So you can be more introverted, you can be more extroverted, it could be more this day, it could be less this day. Um, but I think the reality is, you know, self-care is also a spectrum, right? That's where mental health, physical health. Um, but I think, you know, because, you know, my belief that every individual is a business, you know, not everybody's an entrepreneur, but everybody's a business. Mm -hmm. um, and so, especially for entrepreneurs, but as everybody, you know, I think, Networking is something that has to happen just as a part of your day, right? If you're trying to grow and learn, that means you should be trying, you should be meeting different people. Doesn't matter if it's all in person or some over digital, but you should be meeting new people because if you're not growing, I think you're dying a little bit at least. Um, and, and then the other side is also self-care. That's something that, you know, even in having these conversations like you know, with yourself, other, other young professionals, other, other professionals, even in the family space, I think like, it's something where we get kind of super caught up in where, where we, we, we go super hard or we do all the networking, we do all the work, as you're saying, we try to perfect our craft all week. And then it's like, dang, okay, I'm gonna give myself one or two days to try to, try to recharge or focus on all this stuff. Or you're like, I'm gonna get a, a couple of days in the next three weeks. Um, again, it's, you know, everything's a spectrum. So, it, you know, it works differently for everyone, you know, but I think, in that same note, self-care is something that has to happen even in a little bit every day, um, you know, to that same side. So I'd love to kind of, you know, zoom into that part of the conversation um, of, you know, what is the importance of self-care? Um, what does that look like for you? And then on the other side, you know, what does that look like with networking? Uh, and what's the importance of networking? Mm -hmm. um, so I'm actually going to start with the networking because um, it'll, for me, it'll lead into um, the self-care part and what I do to kind of combat that. Um, but networking, first of all, I am most definitely an introvert. <laughs> um, and anybody who really, you know, focuses on introvert and extrovert, uh, you know that it just has all to do with just energy. Um, 
how we charge our energy. Um, so for me, being an introvert, I definitely love to meet new people. Like that's something that um, that I just love to do. I love to meet new people. I like to go out and meet new people. Um, but I also understand how I am and that I need to recharge and, and do all those things. So um, I know that there's a time limit of what's good <laughs> for me to meet new people, um, which is where self-care comes in. Uh, so yes, I do love to go out and meet new people and, and do all those things, but I know that there's a time limit. So self-care for me is just about knowing yourself and knowing what's good for you. And, and that takes time. It takes time. It takes a lot of time um, to just kind of know yourself and get to know yourself. And, and just, it's just about going out and living and, and trial and error. You know, um, I spoke about like going out and meeting new people and networking and that I was so nervous and whatever the case may be. <laughs> At that point, I didn't understand that I actually needed time to recharge before going into the next conversation. And there was definitely conversations and um, meetings and stuff that I definitely bombed big time because I didn't allow myself um, that self-care and that time to recharge. Um, but for me, self-care is is um, having a conversation um, even with friends or the people that you trust, you know, about things that are going on in your life and, and being able to get those things out rather than holding them in, you know, which was absolutely what I used to do. I would hold that stuff in and not talk about it. Um, so talking about those things that are on your mind, good or bad, and it doesn't need to be a negative thing. Um, sometimes it's a positive thing and you're just excited and you're happy. It's just about allowing yourself to feel that, to feel whatever you're feeling. Um, Self-care for me looks like going on hikes and, and being in nature or being close to water. Um, uh, and that's a big one for me, just being close to water. For me, water is so large and so big that um, it can make, for me, your problems feel small. So um, those are two big things for me. And, and also just spending time with yourself. And well, for me, I'm, a, I'm an introvert, so that's a big one for me. But spending time with yourself and um, you know, grooming yourself, make sure you look good and feel good. And it's not for anybody but yourself. Um, so yeah, those are my three things. I appreciate you shedding light on that balance. Um, mm -hmm. and, and especially with the grooming bit, because that's, you know, just like with, whether the clothing or just stuff like all these different bits are finding ways to celebrate yourself. Mm -hmm. and, and I think, you know, we can never, well, maybe, maybe some people could spend too much time doing it, but for the most part, you cannot, you, you know, you can never spend enough time um, celebrating yourself in at least the little, um, the little ways. Um, you know, as we're going through this, you know, I'd love to almost put a pin in, you know, you've spoken on so much, um, not just value, because it's spoken on a lot of value, um, but you've spoken to so many different parts of um, community of self of growth of um, exploring of being uncomfortable and, and being resilient through it um, you know if you had a message to a younger Keonte a younger you what would that message to be um, uh, it's, it's funny like the lead up of that question because um, in talking about um, celebrating yourself um, to a certain extent, of course, I mean, you know, because, <laughs> but, you know, um, 
my my advice for myself would be to do that more to my younger self would be to do that more man i've never ever ever celebrated any of my victories um or what can be looked at as a victory like um for any award i've won i've never ever celebrated it the moment that i got the award i'm on stage thanking people thank you so much my mind is thinking about okay what's next you know let's how are we going to handle the press with this um you know do we want to spread this just you know this is a this is a victory so we should be spreading this how are we going to go about it okay should i be releasing something right after this like my mind is always going to what's next so i never gave my chance myself a chance to celebrate ever i'm learning to do that now i'm doing that uh it's you know what it's a slow process but progress any progress is good so <laughs> um uh that would be my advice to myself you know and and honestly also just being yourself you know i was so young like i've been doing it since i was six years old so like coming into the industry um as a younger person you don't know yourself you don't know what you really want to do you're listening to the, to the direction of other people what they see what their vision for you may be um and i'm not going to say that that was wrong um because i was younger they didn't know i didn't know who who i was either um so i just kind of listened to the direction of other people um, instead of just kind of, I guess, feeling whatever I felt inside and, and just knowing um, as far as vision as where I want to go, being able to express that and tell people that without feeling like um, I was wrong. Um, there was a lot of times where I just felt like, no, you know, they know what they're talking about because they've been doing it for longer than I have. So um, I should listen to them, you know. Um, instead of just being myself and and that just kind of means whatever it means to you like I mean I'm home right now like I'm wearing this sweater and a, a freaking <laughs> a freaking snow hat or whatever the case may be but I'm comfortable I'm just chilling like you know um it's just about being able to accept those things and and I didn't know that I didn't realize that um when I was younger you know like you can go in a boat and you can dress fancy and look nice and do all those things and, and that can actually be for yourself like it doesn't mean that you're going to to put on for people to give you compliments you know um when i'm out in a boat nobody sees me like this but it's mainly because i i i feel good about myself so i want <laughs> i want to look good um whereas before i was definitely not in that space and it was definitely more of a show than it was me feeling good on the inside so it's just about being um being yourself and being patient with yourself too. Patience, patience, patience. That is so huge. And, and that was a lesson that I really, really learned this year in 2020 and, and really am perfecting at this point. Just being patient with the process and with myself too, because we're all a lot of work. We are all a lot of work. <laughs> facts, you know, facts in the biggest way. Um, you know, and I think in kind of the final, the final two, you know, as you're talking about that, I think also I would love to, um, you know, get your thoughts slash get a recommendation from you, um, to youth and young professionals, you know, just around, you know, mobilizing right now, whether it's, whether it's for themselves individually um, whether it's around an idea, um, but just mobilizing and just, you know, the importance of, I guess, the opportunities that they do have, 
just in being themselves, you know, and I, cause I think that that, you know, that's a conversation where there's still, you know, there's a dynamic of now more, more than ever, of course, especially with COVID and digital, people are questioning like school, um, but, and, and traditions of just, you know, traditional routes of a lot of things. And, and so that becomes challenging, I think, on more people than ever, you know, on youth young professionals, because all of a sudden the, the runways in the past that were like, oh, well, you can go this and then you'll be good and you can figure out what else you want to do. All of a sudden they have a lot less time and there's a lot more decisions that they have to make at, at younger ages. And, you know, if school is not necessarily the best thing they're at or, or if they don't know how to get, you know, more work experience or whatever, um, those are stressors, you know, but the other side of that is, you know, we're in a time right now where with digital, um, with social media, with all of these different opportunities, they can have access to more opportunities than anyone who's come before them, even with not, you know, even with having limited devices or even with not knowing what they want to do or knowing those next steps. So I'd love just to get, you know, your voice around, around some of those opportunities that they do have, um, just to be mobilized. Yeah, honestly, just use the thing that you have. Let me tell you something. YouTube is an, an amazing thing. YouTube is an amazing thing for sure. Like, I mean, you can just find in the internet period, you can just find everything and anything that you want to find on there. Um, a lot of the things that I learned about production and, um, songwriting all those different things came from youtube just came from just wanting to study the craft um and and become good at what you do and a lot of that is doing the research but also how much time that you spend on what you want to do um so it's just all about perspective and and what you choose to do with your time and and making those sacrifices and you know knowing that every decision that you make um is actually going to be the right decision for your life period, you know, regardless of whether um, you feel like it worked out or not, like in the end, you'll see the beauty in it. Like, <laughs> like even what I was saying before, like not realizing that the beauty in me not having the team was that I actually got to do the stuff myself and that I was actually willing to do it. Um, so it's just about, honestly, just about perspective and, and, and how you choose to use your time. Um, and, and honestly, every decision that you make will, will lead to um, what you're supposed to be doing. So just figuring out the things that you like, um, which is just as important as um, figuring out the things that you don't like. Um, all of those things just lead to um, what you'll end up doing in your life. And you may not know, you may not have a decision what you want to do, um, but just go out there, you know, put yourself out there and, and um, do different things. I still do um, a bunch of different things. I love to try new things. Um, so there's never an age limit on how much you can learn and, and, and how long you should be learning for. You should be learning all the time. So just utilize those things, the internet, YouTube, and, and um, the people around you, um, mentors. Mentors are super important and <laughs> super important in any field and anything that you want to do. Um, just somebody to guide you and help you and to give you access to the, that information and their experiences walking through some of the things that you may enjoy. Um, so again, it's just about looking around. We literally all have resources, literally all have those resources in some way, form. There's a variety of ways to get information and, 
and uh, to try new things. And it doesn't matter where you are in the world. We all have access to that because um, it's just about perspective and, and utilizing the people that's around you and, and the things that you actually have. So yeah, that was a lot. <laughs> it's but, needed, it's but, needed. Um, I think the, the last question before we get that official sign off, you know, looking at everything that you've, that you've talked about, you know, and, and, and the momentum and the authenticity and the opportunity and the faith, what's next for Keontae Beals? Uh, what's next? Um, well, I just opened my company, K Bills Entertainment. Um, so I've been doing a lot of work with that behind the scenes, putting things in place. Um, and it's, it's, it's crazy too, like just to even be living exactly like how I saw myself living, um, as far as what I'm doing at the age of six years old. Um, it was always a goal of mine to have my own company, um, to be an entertainer. Um, but I also have a love in doing artist development so um helping folks bring that artist out of them and that vision out of them um so that's that's just kind of what my future entails just continuing on this 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 crazy up and down <laughs> life of, of entertainment um and hopefully helping some other artists um come into full fruition as well just the same way i have so that's what my future entails Appreciate the insight, the energy, and definitely looking forward to obviously continuing following along and, you know, plugging all of the different places. So might as well just get it right now on site. Where are the different places that people can find you, your music, um, you know, any information about the work you do or how to even book you and get a hold of you? What are those different places and what does that look like? Yeah, um, so you can definitely find everything on uh, my website, KeontaeBeals.com. Um, all my socials are on there, but um, to find me on all social media as well as just Keontae Beals across the board. Um, and uh, you can get all the information you need there with everything that I do as well as my company too. Thank you, thank you. The final thing, we need that official sign off. Hey everybody, I am Keontae Beals and this is my voice.